If you're here regularly, you know we focus on Bible prophecy for uh, about five minutes each week. We call it a prophecy update, for lack of a better term. We are futurists. That means we interpret the unfulfilled prophetic portions of the book of the Revelation and the book of Daniel and all other unfulfilled prophecies as yet future and literal and global. Lots of reasons for being futurists. My favorite, of course, is that Jesus was when he gave his famous statement on prophecy in Matthew 24 and 25, he quoted from the book of Daniel as if it was yet unfulfilled future prophecy. And in fact, anytime any Bible character reads a prophecy in the Bible, like Daniel reading the prophecy of Jeremiah of the 70 weeks, they believed it was literal and that it would actually take place in the future. Now, we talk a lot about the dreaded mark of the beast that almost everyone has at least heard about. Um, non-believers always get it wrong, but they, they've heard about it. It's described in the Revelation as something involving hands or the head by which people will transact all of their business. In the middle of the future seven-year great tribulation that is coming upon the whole earth, the world leader we commonly refer to as the Antichrist will use this to take total control over people. Seems like the system will already be working and then he will just hijack it. Those who swear allegiance to him are going to be those who have his mark. And so no one can take the mark of the beast by having a social security card or a credit card or even an implant. It's a decision that you make in the great tribulation in order to uh, worship the, the antichrist. But whatever it is, it sounds like the system is gonna involve some kind of biometrics and thus, from reading the Bible, we would expect advances in biometrics that might be precursors of this mark. I read a creepy article titled, Silicon Valley's Final Frontier for Mobile Payments is the Takeover of Your Body. Now, listen to these excerpts. Aram, Aram excuse me, Sinarich, Associate Professor of Communication Studies at American University, recently went grocery shopping at a Whole Foods market in his hometown of Washington, D.C., realized he had left his wallet at home, he had no cards and no cash, but he had no worries, at least not about paying for his food. I used my phone to pay, and I unlocked it with my face, he said. That's when it struck him. We are just one small step away from paying with our bodily features alone. With in-store facial recognition machines, he wouldn't even need his smartphone. It's uh, removing the last physical barrier, smartphones, watches, smart glasses, and credit cards between our bodies and corporate America is the final frontier in mobile payments. Seinrich said, the deeper the tie between the human body and the financial networks, the fewer intimate spaces will be left unconnected to those networks. In other words, it will be a total lack of privacy. Using biometrics as a method of payment, going to be pretty popular in the future, said Hannah Zimmerman, associate attorney with Fay LLC. She said this will be propelled by the globalization of commerce. Christians have been talking about global commerce for many decades. It just hasn't been all integrated into one biometric payment method yet because it would creep people out. He said it's Silicon Valley's end game though. They want to take over your body. And by takeover, that means you're, you won't need any device. You'll just be recognized for who you are. Uh, so in the future, you can see that it would be possible for somebody to be completely cut off from everything. You wouldn't be able to have utilities, you wouldn't be able to buy or sell anything. Living off the grid would mean getting back to nature and living in the mountains in a, you know, uh, on your own like a Jeremiah Johnson kind of a situation. So uh, we're headed in that direction. 
Speaking of these big corporations, in another article I read this, several tech CEOs committed to invest in their employees and support the communities they operate in, alongside the leaders of dozens of major businesses, the CEOs of Apple, Amazon, AT&T, IBM, signed on to a document that outlined the purpose of a corporation and laid out five groups that companies would work to benefit. The pledge puts employees and communities on equal footing with customers and shareholders. Other tech companies signing onto the document were Accenture, Cisco, Comcast, Dell, Micron Technology, Motorola, Oracle, SAP, and Siemens. The list included companies in more than a dozen other sectors of the economy, including health, finance, travel, food and drink, and retail. Now, admittedly, no one knows what this means or how it will affect consumers, but it's evident that more and more control is going to be gained over our lives as these big corporations, these monster corporations, uh, that are individually more productive than some nations of the world, uh, are joining forces now to do something. And so when you add all of this together, you've got exactly what the Bible predicted would be happening in the last days before the Great Tribulation. We're at the point where our bodies could indeed function just as the Bible predicted. If I weren't a believer, I'd be terrified, but I am a believer and I'm excited because Jesus promised he would do what? He would return to rapture the church, which entails first the resurrection of the dead in Christ of the church age, then the translation of living believers into our glorified bodies rather, will be caught up to be with the Lord in heaven, and then the tribulation will take place. And so the important question I ask each week, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.